to Variance episode number 11 of Brutal Battle. So this is the second installment of the Variance episodes of the Brewery's Barrels series of beers. So total, I'll be doing six of them. Uh, if you missed the first episode, go back and find Variance episode number 10. And then this one is kind of what appears to probably be the more interesting version of those beers. Uh, although those were interesting, I'm you know I don't want to sell them short. Uh, but these three I have for this particular episode sound like they're going to be even better than the ones I had in the last variance episode. So I'm very much excited. Once again, if I slip up and say barrels and or, and say bubbles instead of barrels, that's just because that's how Rebecca and I kind of refer to these beers because we think it's funnier and more fun to say bubbles because it's just BBLS. So. Phonetically speaking, if you just sound it out, it's bubbles. So, But I will try and edit myself and say barrels. Anyway, so starting off, uh, it's going to be a 365 milliliter bottle, which is waxed. So you won't hear me opening it up because I did it off podcast because sometimes their wax tops are really tough to, to struggle with. Uh, this one has a white has white wax on it, which I don't really see white wax used a whole lot on these bottles. But... This, the one that we're kicking it off with was the one that Rebecca wanted to try first, which is black and blue and red all over barrels. Uh, this is a blend of sour and imperial stouts aged in bourbon barrels with blackberries, blueberries, cherries, and vanilla. Sounds excellent. 14.6% alcohol. And this particular beer has been in the bottle for about a year. Actually, almost a, actually a little over a year, I believe. All right. Pour myself a little bit. I'm assuming it's just going to look like an Imperial Stout, like the other three from the last episode. Yes, it just looks super dark, Imperial Stout. Not a whole lot of head, even though I poured it agitated. Although there is a little bit, a mixture of very small bubbles and some kind of medium-sized bubbles, I guess. Swirling it up. Yep, it's got those legs on the sides of the glass because of the high ABV. That is for sure. Let me go in for a sniff. Ooh, a lot of fruit. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fruit. And it's got that kind of earthy, dirty fruit smell that I've said I've gotten, especially from things like blackberries. They have this kind of like dirty earthiness, and I think a lot of that comes from that little bit of like tannins from their skins and also from the seeds, because blackberries have a lot of seeds in them. They're very small, and you can eat them, obviously, but... They have a lot of those seeds. Um, it smells really boozy, actually. The alcohol perception is kind of hot on the nose. Oh, sorry if I knocked the table. The alcohol perception is kind of hot on the nose. I don't know if I could pick out any specific fruits. It just smells like fruit, and then it smells like this kind of chocolatey finish. But I am smelling a decent amount of the bourbon character on it. So I do get that distinct bourbon smell. I get some caramel coming along with that. I am getting a woodiness that would be from the bourbon barrels. Uh, really enjoying that smell. Vanilla? Not so much. Um, ooh, I think I'm getting a little bit of the cherries peeking through kind of as their own discernible note in the nose after taking a bunch of sniffs. It smells good. It smells relatively light, like none of the smells are like too overpowering. Although I am a little bit concerned about that astringency on the nose, because usually with beers like this for the brewery, 
that are higher ABV, I don't smell as much alcohol hotness on them. But it's all about the taste, so let's uh, get into it. Ooh, there is a lot of fruit. And I'm really picking up on that sourness. I wasn't really smelling the sourness in the nose from the aspect of the sour stout blended in. I think partially is because I was kind of viewing that as rolling in with the fruit itself. So like a natural fruit tartness. Uh, and it is tart. Like it's not like super sour or anything. Man, I really feeling that alcohol going down my throat. It is a little more hot alcohol-wise than I thought it would be. Yeah, there is this kind of, at the moment, nondescript fruit to it. Although, it's like nondescript fruit at first, but then I do feel like I'm perceiving the blackberries the most. And then I'm getting some of the cherry popping in. The blueberries are not easy to pick up. I think they kind of get lost in there. But definitely able to perceive the blackberries first and then the cherries coming through. Uh, definitely getting some dark chocolate notes on there as well. Definitely getting a good amount of the bourbon. Heat from alcohol. Uh, a little carameliness from the bourbon as well. And definitely a good amount of woodiness. And I do feel like that kind of like earthiness, tannic quality that's coming from the blackberries is also rolling into the tannic woodiness from the bourbon barrels as well. So they're kind of amplifying each other a little bit, which is okay. Hmm. It's pretty good. As I continue to sip it, like the fruit starts to come down a little bit and that kind of like dark chocolate comes up a little bit. I am starting to perceive a slight amount of the vanilla. Now I'm wondering if it would be better vanilla wise, if it was actually vanilla beans as a, as supposed to, as opposed to, sorry, vanilla, um, I assuming like extract or flavoring, but yeah, definitely a decent amount of fruit to it. It's got a lot of that kind of like bitter tannic finish to it though. Once again, really coming from the blackberries and that bourbon barrel, the wood from the barrel, but it's good. I enjoy it. Um, people who might see this and be like, oh, I don't know about a sour stout being blended with an imperial, regular imperial stout. It doesn't come off that sour. And I think a, a large part of that is what I was talking about in the nose, where it kind of feels like the sourness or tartness is really just rolling in with the fruit. So you just kind of perceive it as part of the, that fruit character. So, um, pretty solid. I like this. I do think that the beers after this may be even better Fingers crossed, although this one is pretty good. So, without further ado, I will move on to beer number two. Sorry, actually, really quick, let me read the information on the back of this bottle to see if there's anything interesting flavor notes-wise. Black and blue and red all over barrels, unique flavor experience stems from its tastefully complex blend of sour and bourbon barrel-aged stout blends. Kind of repetitive on saying blend there. Uh... Fructuous flavors of blackberries, blueberries, and cherries blossom on a rounded finish and a heavy dosing of vanilla. Uh, I mean, it, the vanilla was probably a lot more when it was fresher, since this has been in the bottle for a year. Uh, yeah, um, it's, it's a lot less. But I've already finished, well, Rebecca and I have already finished this beer off, since I'm cutting this into three segments since they're big beers. And the fruit stayed very strong. It even increased over 
the time of it warming up. And we did start to get a little bit of more of the vanilla kind of coming out, but it's still very, very low. So anyway, now moving on. So the second one is also in a 375 milliliter bottle. And this one is called Cordial Barrels. This is bourbon barrel aged sour stout with cacao nibs, cherry, and vanilla. So notice there's no regular stout with this. It is straight up sour stout done in bourbon barrels with cacao, cherry, and vanilla. Now, since it says cherry, I'm assuming it's not actual cherries. Uh, it is probably a flavoring. So mm, who knows? Now, this is 16.5% alcohol, so it's a pretty substantial increase from the black and blue and red all over barrels. All right, pour it out. Guarantee it's just going to look like an imperial stout. Yes, very dark once again. Yep, looks imperial. Uh, Kind of like medium-sized bubbles ha hanging out on there. Yep, definite lacing around the sides. Um, I'm not even going in to sniff it, but just like swirling it more than a foot away from my face, I'm getting that cherry note wafting over to me. So it's very strong on that. Now I'm going to go in for a sniff. Yep, lots of cherry. Lots of cherry. There's also, kind of like the last one, a very perceptible alcohol heat on the nose. There's a little bit of this kind of like real chalky smell to it, but it's also mixing in to kind of a uh, that cacao nib smell, like a bit of like a dark chocolate. It's almost smelling a little woody. I'm getting a good amount of wood from that bourbon barrel. Lots of cherry and chocolate. Yeah, it's like cherry, chocolate, bourbon, wood. Not getting the vanilla. Oh, let me see if I can discern how long this one's been in, in the bottle. I think it's the same, though. I believe I can't discern. I, I think it's also one year, though. Oh, no, it's two, actually. This one's from 2019, so yeah, that's two years in the in the in the barrel, in the bottle. All right, so I'm gonna go in and taste this one. Ooh, okay. So it leaves very hard with the cherry, and especially with that sourness that's coming along with it from being a sour stout. So it's that shock of the sour to your palate with very strong cherry flavor, and then it transitions relatively quickly, actually, to a nice dark chocolate flavor. And there is that ashiness on the finish that I said I was smelling. Mm. It's pretty good. I really like the level of chocolate to this. Uh, I think it stands in pretty stark contrast to the last one, because that chocolatiness is a really nice way to kind of transition away from the intensity of the fruit. Yeah. Lots of cherry, lots of chocolate. I'm trying to see if I'm really getting vanilla. Not really getting vanilla. Getting a decent amount of alcohol perception to it, but I actually think it's a bit less than the black and blue and red all over barrels, which is weird because it's like 2% higher. So you would think that I would be perceiving it more in the cordial barrels. Interesting. I mean, I assume their idea was to go for like a cherry cordial candy type flavor, but beer form. I think they pretty much hit that. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Hmm. And as I continue to sip it, 
there's a decent amount of that wood character from the bourbon coming through, but I'm not tasting specifically bourbon a ton. I'm mainly just getting like the wood from the barrel because I think that the cherry is really overpowering that. And then after the cherry's kind of had its time, it's then that dark chocolate kind of overpowering it. So yeah, it's good though. I like it. There's also a little bit of like a raisin note mixing in there, which isn't a big surprise because that happens a lot with higher ABV beers, especially beers that are that high in ABV. So anyway, let's read the back of this so I don't forget again. Inspired by our favorite cherry-filled chocolate, this dark, viscous sour stout is a carefully crafted blend of Tart of Darkness and Black Tuesday, aged with cherries, vanilla, and cacao. One sip and you'll extend a family toast to this gooey confectionery treat. I mean, it is pretty well done. So it's a it's a blend of Tart of Darkness and Black Tuesday. Okay. I, I thought they would have kind of called that out on the front because it just says Bourbon Barrel Age Sour Stout. It doesn't say blended with the other one, with a regular stout like the other one did. Okay, well, now we know. Um, hmm, I think I'm, I'm definitely enjoying this one more than the first beer, but I kind of have a feeling based on the description that I've read for the final beer, which is in a 750 milliliter bottle, I have a feeling that that one could be the best. But then again, I've been tricked before. So anyway, without further ado, sorry, this is going to be another kind of short one, but I only have three for this, but we'll move into the final beer, which I have been the most excited about as far as all of the barrel beers from the brewery that I've owned. So here we go. And the third and final beer for this variance episode and the final of the barrels beers by the brewery that we have and that I probably will be trying for some time now because I don't know that they're doing any more super soon. But this one is in a 750 milliliter bottle, so it's very fitting that it's the last one. And it sounds like the biggest, the best, the most interesting, but we will evaluate that, or I will evaluate that to see. Now this one is Fuzzy Blue Double Barrels Reserve. That's a lot to say. Double barrel aged sour stout with peaches, apricots, blueberries, vanilla, and lactose. Love the idea of that lactose being added in there because that says to me a nice little extra creaminess in there. I'm excited about that. Might help me perceive the vanilla more. I don't know. 18% alcohol. So this one is on the higher side, as we can tell. All right, coloration-wise, obviously... It looks like an Imperial Stout. Not a whole lot of head to it. Just some medium-sized bubbles hanging out on top. Uh, yeah, super sticky on the sides of the glass when I swirl it up because obviously the very high ABV for this one. Um, I'm not even putting my nose to the glass yet, but from the swirling, I'm getting a decent amount of fruit, and I believe I'm already perceiving some vanilla, which is kind of crazy. Going in the smell. Ooh, there's a significant booziness on this one. But there are some other notes there for sure. Ooh, man, it, there's like this astringent booziness. I mean, 18%, that's bound to happen. But I do get a decent amount of fruit. I don't know if I could pinpoint the fruit if I didn't know what was in it, but I am smelling fruit. Uh, I think of the fruit that's in there, the peaches and the apricot are kind of coming through the most. And that peach aspect of it 
is reminding me of the fuzzy barrels that I had in the last variance episode, which makes sense because this is fuzzy blue double barrels reserve. There is, there's a nice kind of carameliness in there from, from the spirit barrels. There is a little bit of a chocolatey finish. It's kind of low key, but, but there is a chocolatey finish in there and it's a little bit kind of more of like a, it's usually with a darker beer like this, uh, dark chocolate, but it's kind of more on the milk chocolate side for some reason. A little raisin. Am I, I'm slightly smelling the vanilla. Slightly vanilla. And as I keep sniffing it, I'm getting a little more of the chocolate coming through. I'm also getting a little different aspect of fruit coming through as well. It's not just that apricot and peach. I guess it is the blueberry finally showing up but I can't identify it as such. Uh, I just know that it's kind of a different fruit now that's coming forward. All right, I'm interested to give it a shot here. Ooh. Um, there is a decent booziness to it, as you would assume, at 18%. But the first thing I actually got hit with was like a nice kind of creamy chocolatiness, and then it exploded with fruit flavor. Hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting because typically with beers like this, where it's like a stout with fruit in it, it's usually the fruit up front and then it's the chocolate. So it's it's weird to me that it's the chocolate first and then I'm getting the fruit. But that fruit like explodes through the chocolate after you taste it. It's crazy. It's very vibrant. Hmm. You know, for 18%, it's tasting a lot smoother. I think that mouthfeel-wise, that smoothness is really helped out by the lactose. Obviously, the vanilla helps out as well, because that'll kind of impart some of that smoothness. There's a decent amount of, like, alcohol tickle, <laughs> you could say, in the back of my throat, uh, which, you know, not too surprising. Hmm. This is definitely one of those dessert beers that you're like, I feel like I've had a decent dinner. I'm not too full, but I am full, and I would just like to sip on something very flavorful, something that's going to make me sip slowly and enjoy it, and that is this beer. That really does this. Um, I really do like the way this is coming together. Definitely tasting a lot of fruit, definitely that peach and apricot mostly, but like I was saying as I went further smelling the nose on it, the blueberry starts to peek through as well. Once again, can't necessarily call it out as blueberry, but it's just another dimension of the fruit that's showing up. Um, a little bit of the vanilla, decent amount of like a caramel to it, that raisin note from the spirit barrels, but it's good. Hmm. A lot smoother than you would assume for a beer of this size and the type of beer it is. So let me go ahead and read the back of this. Fuzzy Blue Double Barrels Reserve's unique flavor experience stems from a tastefully complex combination of our sour and bourbon barrel-aged stout blends, each matured in rum barrels before a final blending fruit-forward tartness and subtle sweetness stand atop bourbon and rum oak character. Interesting. There's a rum in there. 
what is that? Like, I, I wouldn't be able to pick it out as rum. That's that's really interesting. I didn't know that that's what was play. I definitely get the bourbon influence there, but there is kind of a different dimension spirit-wise to it that I guess is the rum, but I couldn't suss out the rum itself. I think probably because when, when rum is used for barrel aging with beers, it's kind of a softer, more nuanced flavor that it imparts in comparison to bourbon. So the bourbon kind of like bursts forward and makes rum kind of stay very much below it. But it is, I do feel like it's adding a little more of that spirit barrel finesse to the beer. So I am a fan of what they did here with the double barrel. And this is my favorite one of the episode. So um, let me go ahead and tell you my number three, but still quite good is the black and blue and red all over barrels. That's the blend of sour and imperial stouts aged in bourbon barrels with blackberries, blueberries, cherries, and vanilla. Still good, but not my, not my favorite of the three. My number two was the cordial barrels, bourbon barrel aged sour stout with cacao nibs, cherry, and vanilla. That was very much cherry cordial. You could definitely tell that that was the inspiration for it, and it was executed super well. Enjoyed that one quite a bit. And then this one, this last one is my favorite, Fuzzy Blue Double uh, double Barrels Reserve, uh, Double Barrel Aged Sour Stout with peaches, apricots, blueberries, vanilla, and lactose. And I do think that the lactose really does help. I kind of wish that that lactose was in the other ones as well, not just this one. Um, so I don't know, maybe that's a change they'll make in the future with these barrel spears that they'll start putting lactose in more. I really think it helps with the alcohol perception and kind of just like, you know, rounding off the, uh, the rough edges, especially with, you know, potential for a higher astringency in the taste. But anyway, this has been a really fun one. Um, really did enjoy this. Uh, we will be doing more variance episodes, but at this point, I'm not quite sure what other beers I'm going to do. I do have one other type of brewery beer that I could do that is sour, straight up sour, but we'll see what ends up happening. Hopefully people like this. If you have ideas for episodes or you just want to say hi or get recommendations or any of that stuff, email us, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. Please do us a favor, rate us and review us through whatever podcatcher you use to listen to this. iTunes does help us the most. And also, word of mouth. Word of mouth is a lot. It means a lot. And it can really help us out. Uh, also, BrutalBattle.com, if you want back episodes or archive.org, searching Brutal Battle. Um, untapped, yes, that's the other thing. Uh, I'm Carlin Cook or Carlin C, and Rebecca is Rebecca C. And also Instagram, uh, Brutal Battle Podcast on Instagram, and Rebecca's doing a wonderful job with that. So you can interact with her there. And she will also show me the posts and whatnot if you have something to say to me. But anyway, thank you everyone for checking this out, and until next time, keep it brutal.